So for example, this week's slow, you're panicking, you're being reactive, I'm giving out discounts. You're gonna feel the effects of that next month when now all of a sudden during a busy month, you have all these people coming in with discount cards. Hi everyone, I'm Sid Sharice. And I'm David Bosher. And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. Where we teach you to salon differently. Is stocking retail shelves causing you to work harder, not smarter? There's a new way to sell products to clients and followers that makes you real money while removing all of your overhead costs. Meet our new friends and sponsors, Salon Interactive. Finally, a marketplace for hairdressers and salons to sell their favorite products without the hassle of stocking retail. Salon Interactive is free, user-friendly, and can be customized with your own branding. Visit saloninteractive.com DTH to start making money immediately. There are so many booking software systems out there, and we're on a mission to find the best one for our listeners. We are excited to introduce you to Aura, our new favorite online booking system for salons. With Aura, you can finally remove your front desk. Aura is accessible from any device, and as a result, salons and clients can book from anywhere. With Aura, you can go cashless. Aura gives you control over what types of payment you accept and offers the ability to remove the payment types that you do not, such as cash and checks. If you are considering switching booking systems, switch to Aura. Tap the link in the episode description to unlock instant savings. I want to talk today about missed opportunities because we've talked about it before. There's this weird thought process that everything you're experiencing right now is in real time. But the reality is it's not. Everything that's happening to you right now is a direct result from all the opportunities you didn't take last month. For example, oh my God, this week's slow. This month is slow. It's a direct result of everything you didn't do last month. Therefore, (laughs) there's nothing you can do to change it this month. Mm -mm. And I think that's- This month has come and gone. We always tell our coaches and students, the first day of the month means that that month is done. So if it's August 1st, there's really nothing you can do to build August. You should have been building August the month prior. All you can do now on August 1st is start focusing on September. And the number one thing that hairdressers and salon owners do is this month is so slow. Now that I start doing crazy shit, we're yeah, going to offer so a discount. Reactive. We're going to do a cut-a-thon. We're going to do... It's all this bullshit that, like, it's so... First of all, it's tacky. Second of all, a discount is still not making enough money. So I don't know why we're doing discount. DTH, we don't do discounts. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if you're a student with DTH, there's no discounting ever. There's no add-ons. There's no none of that. You kind of need to understand that if you're a student of DTH, what we're training people to do is if July is slow you got to let it go. If August is slow, whatever month you're in, if it's slow, you need to focus on the next month. This month is over. And I know that people are thinking, but I could try to get people in for next week. Yes, you can. But all that energy that you're using to get for next week is then not happening for the next month. And you just kind of keep your, this reactive cycle of like, some people are addicted to that cycle. 
And that's a whole different podcast episode. I would say most people are addicted <laughs> to that cycle. When it comes to being proactive, proactivity is hard because it's not instant. Like if I'm working today for what I'm going to have, I mean, that's why investing is hard. <laughs> that's why saving is hard because it it's proactive. It, it, it's planning for something that I don't get immediate results from. That's why building a business is hard. That's why... And it's unpredictable. It's unpredictable. Mm -hmm. But the proactive part means that you're prepared for that unpredictability, that you've you've planted seeds, that you've done work to prepare yourself for things that come up. So we've talked about this before. We're not very... We're not save money for rainy day people. We're save money because you want more money tomorrow than you had today. Mm -hmm. And then you want more money. You know what I mean? So... If you are someone who deals with the things that are happening in front of you then and there all the time, you're never going to get ahead. For example, if you have a team and you're spending all your time putting out little fires all day long, the problem is not these little fires. The problem is that the team is lacking critical thinking or you're lacking leadership skills. There's a bigger problem that you need to go and work on for the future. And sometimes you got to let those little fires just burn themselves out. I think two mistakes people make a lot in their life is they get really comfortable when things are cozy and comfy. And one of the things like we tell our students, for example, it's on the topic of hiring. You should always be hiring even if your team is full. But why, Sid? Oh, because you never know what's going to happen. But also, it's always when your team is full and you're turning down hirees and then all of a sudden you have a walkout or all of a sudden three people quit and then you're scrambling to try to hire. And so we are constantly telling our students to always be hiring, always be putting out the content to hire, always be talking about that specific thing. Same thing with building your clients. Even if you're so slammed in one month, you're so busy, you're, it's the best month you've ever had, you should still be treating that month as if you have no clients the next month or the month after. What happens is eventually you get so consistent in this process that it's not reactive anymore. It's always proactive. And then let's say you have a quote unquote slow month. It's not a slow month anymore. It's a break. It's a pause to reevaluate. Okay. How do I want to strategize what I want to do? Do I want to take a day off? Do I want to summer? I'm going to go to the beach. Like it becomes less scary and reactive because you know that you're doing the work. You're planting the seeds now so that they can grow next month. And I think yeah, that's well, something you, people miss all the time. Well, you stop reacting to the slowness because the, because this month or this week or today has nothing to do with next month or next week or tomorrow. Well, that's the and second mistake is that the panic during the slow month is also planting a seed for next month. So for example, yeah. this week's slow, you're panicking, you're being reactive. I'm giving out discounts. You're going to feel the effects of that next month when now all of a sudden <laughs> during a busy month, you have all these people coming in with discount cards. It's this mad cycle that we as hairdressers are like, this is what it means to be a hairdresser. And it doesn't mean that. This is what it means to be reactive. Which is what we're trying to destroy. <laughs> I know. And I hope the people that have been listening to this for a long time, we talk about reactivity all the time. And the reason we talk about it all the time is because it's happening all the time. And it's ruining. Nothing has changed. <laughs> it's ruining everything. And it's ruining how we do business. Even for Destroy the Hairdresser, I know when we're doing well, when we can go, okay, we need to plan for 2023. We need to start working on next year, the things we're doing for next year. That's how I know the business not doing financially well is just doing emotionally, proactively well. 
when I know that destroy the hairdresser is reactive is when it's like, what are we doing about this month? What's happening next week? What like, that's how I can tell the difference in a salon. It's the same. If you are getting to a place in your career where you can go, okay, I need to start planning out for those of you that are booked six months out. It shouldn't be, I'm booked six months out. I'm just going to go on autopilot. It should be, okay, great. I can now focus on the six months or the six weeks after this. Mm -hmm. I can start building that. And it's not just about advertising. Oh, I'm booked out six weeks, book, whatever. It's about consciously putting energy and effort into what the rest of your year or the rest of your month looks like or the next couple months. But the reactivity of just trying to constantly get, like I remember growing up, we talk about all the time, young hair kids, we'd go out and hand out business cards. That's the most reactive business. It is. Hey, it's slow. You don't have anything on your books? Get out on the street. I remember. <laughs> Can we talk about this? This was like 2016, 17. I remember working part-time in a salon, implementing a lot of the DTH methods to make sure that they worked and that they were feasible and still being told to go pass out cards or to walk down the street. You know what I would do? I would walk down the street and I would get some food and call my girlfriend at the time and shoot the shit and at the, you know what I mean? Like I I wasn't going to give cards out to strangers. No. And <laughs> so because we live in our DTH bubble and we're surrounded by DTH people, I forget. People are still doing this. <laughs> yes. People are still doing I, mailers. People are that, still. You, I, I wonder if everybody knows what a mailer is. I mean, it's you literally just create a discount code and mail it out to mass amounts of addresses around you. You buy the mailing list and then you make your, front desk or your part-time person sit there and spend hours stamping and labeling and sending them out. <laughs> I remember like $20 off cards or referral discounts. Like none of that shit actually. They go right in the trash. You might as well just throw your money in the trash can and set it on fire. Well, none of it works. And when it does work, it's not the people that you want, I would say. But I forget that there are people out there still doing that mm -hmm. and there are so many other valuable ways to go about marketing yourself but the cause and effect is so clear in the hair world and we just keep doing it yeah. like we know certain months are slow but we don't plan for them we don't invest in them we don't think about them until we're in that month and we complain about it or we say it's the recession because we love to blame things that no one can hold us accountable to mm -hmm. such as a recession or we blame we blame the economy. We blame the weather. We blame, I mean, I have heard, let me just break it down for you. These are some of the things that I've heard from salon owners. David, but it's different here. <laughs> David, but the parking is so bad. David, if it rains, no one shows up. <laughs> David, they're doing construction. David, the, the, I mean, I could go on and I'm on. here for it. Keep going. <laughs> David, hairdressers here are different. They all want to go independent. David, no, you know, it's <laughs> here, you know, people want all services, not just this. Like, I can make a people list. People here want gendered services. Oh my God. <laughs> we, that has been said. Oh to no, us. you know, hourly pricing won't remove. work here because people like oligarch. I mean, <laughs> like, do they? <laughs> it's fear. His Every fear. person I've ever talked to, always a salon owner, by the way, 
is telling me why they can't build their business. And let me tell you this, it's never because of them. <laughs> it's, ne- it's, no never one ever, <laughs> it's never their fault. It's always other circumstances that they have no control over. I just want to be very clear with everyone. If you work with a coach to start the hairdresser, you are going to learn very quickly that all of the reasons your business is struggling is because of yeah. Okay. And all the reasons your business are successful (laughs) is because of yeah. Like the great Ariana Grande said. Yeah. (laughs) Is that what she said? Yeah. She goes, yeah. I can't even do it like her, but she says, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. In her whistle tone. Mm -hmm. I want to be very clear. If you're struggling, it's not because of the parking. It's not because of the weather. It's not you, because <laughs> it's not because hairdressers don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Nobody wants to work for a commission. Sl- That's what it sounds like to me now. Nobody wants to work for a commission salon. Shut the fuck up. Yes, they do. I wish a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Call back. <laughs> Are you still having constant conversations around color waste with your team? Have more proactive conversation with real numbers that can help you create less waste. SalonScale software is a pro stylist app that gets your team educated on the real costs of doing business. SalonScale is a great solution for wasting less color and making more profit. Tap the link in the episode description to see why thousands have joined the SalonScale movement. Use code DTH10 at checkout for 10% off. Many of our listeners have no idea that Destroy the Hairdresser is more than a podcast. That's right. If you are looking for more education to elevate your salon business and make more money, then our community is the perfect place for you and your team. Unlock live weekly webinars with our entire roster of trained coaches, tap into new networking opportunities, and gain access to our educational dashboard that houses over 100 hours of on-demand salon business education. Finally, support for hairdressers that want to change the industry. Tap the community link in this episode description and get seven days of free business education today. Listen, cause and effect. I want to break this down for someone. Everyone. Pretty simple. Cause, I'm <laughs> cutting carrots. Effect, I cut my finger. It's sim- it's quick. There's no space between that cause and effect, right? It's just like, bam, or bam. Ca- or cause, I'm cutting carrots. Effect, I'm eating carrots. It just depends. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like. Real quick. It depends on what's going on. Long term is I cut the carrots, I eat the carrots, and now the carrots are making my body healthier. This is like a longer... Yeah, so you're going to see the effects of that longer. Right. So in business, the same thing happens. You're not going to see instant results. It's not like you post a video, you see a client. It's not like someone just magically walks in your door the minute you hit post. There has to be a little space between cause and effect. And I think that's the part that people forget that everything you're doing counts and will count in the long term, but you might not see the results for it for a week, two weeks, a year, a month, you know, it, it might take more space. When you get something, whether it's energy or money or whatever, if you receive something, there's only two ways that you've received it. Either you earned it, right? Like I received peace because I earned it through doing certain things. I received money because I went to work and put in the hours. I received love because I've changed and transformed with my partner or you receive something first and then you have to earn it after. So you have to earn everything either before 
or after. There's always going to be an earning process. That's why people that have like instant success, they're not failing afterward. They didn't crash and burn. They have to earn it afterward. That instant success isn't actually instant though. Well, so, yeah, exactly. Like you, it seems you instant. earned it. From oh, there seeds are times that they where... planted maybe a year ago. So it looks like overnight, everyone's like, oh my God, overnight you you were successful. And the reality is there was cause and it effect. It wasn't overnight. Yeah, yeah. It's never all of a sudden. All of a sudden it doesn't exist. All of a sudden syndrome. Mm-hmm. It's not real. You know, the example I'm trying to make is when someone, let's say, wins the lottery, right? It's something they didn't earn. And I guess you can get foo-foo about it and be like, in a past life, they earned it. Whatever. But let's say you win the lottery. You didn't earn that money. So now that you've gotten something you didn't earn, you usually experience chaos. And it's not chaos because you did something bad. It's chaos because you have to earn the thing that you just got. And so, if there, I mean, there's shows about people that win the lottery and then their life goes to shit. It's not necessarily because of anything bad. Yes, they don't know how to manage it. They're not ready for it. Their vessel's not ready for it. But they do have the opportunity. All that chaos is an opportunity to earn the money that they won and they miss it. So earning comes either before or after receiving something. When it's before, it feels like it's taking forever. When it's after, it feels like chaos. But you have to earn everything. And we're not talking earn as in like what our parents think earning is. Mm-hmm. This isn't like, pay your dues. <laughs> no, this isn't paying your dues. <laughs> earning is doing the work for the things that it's you want. It's personal responsibility. It's you taking it ownership and control and taking life by its throat and being like, come on, bitch. Like, that's <laughs> literally what you're doing. But I, I would rather have the latter of it taking time and feeling like it's taking forever and then finally getting the thing and being like, wow, I did I this. I would now. But versus I would the chaos. Na- but when I was well, younger, now I that would I, go for chaos. Yeah. Now that I know the system. <laughs> which is the four I'm, phases, which if you haven't listened to that, is one of our episodes earlier this year. Yeah. Or if you're in the community, watch the four phases videos. But now that I know how earning works and how cause and effect works, I now want like what you just said. I, I want to do the work and then earn the thing. But if I don't know that system exists, I don't want to do the work. I just want to get the thing. Because you don't know if it's going to come, which then goes into certainty and consciousness, which... Yeah, you don't have a map. You don't know if it's going to show up. You don't think you have to work for it sometimes. Mm -hmm. I meet so many people that are like, why can't I... Even with relationships, like, I just can't find the right person. And it's like, (laughs) you know, you haven't earned it yet. Are you trying to become the person that you want to attract? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like you have to change and develop and you earn that person, right? Or you have people that they get people and then their relationship is chaos, which you can use that relationship to earn or use that chaos to earn the relationship that you're in. But if you don't know cause and effect and you don't understand bread of shame, which we're not going to go into, and you don't understand the four phases, if you don't understand how success and manifestation and building things work then you're always going to live life in this reactive chaos. What's interesting to me about reactivity, though, is that the formula for earning and manifesting is the same, and so is the formula for reactivity. All the people that are reactive in the world complain about the same things. They can't find the right job. They can't make enough money. They can't pay their bills. They can't find their relationship. They can't everything. Like, the formula is the same. And then the people that are doing things successfully, the formula is the same. 
So there's only like two formulas in the world and we just have to pick which one we're using. The problem is our natural state is to be reactive and to live in that world. Being in a reactive state, people gravitate to. There's comfort in it, but it's so uncomfortable. And it's the opposite, like doing things to remove that chaos long-term, people are so fearful from experiencing that. Like telling your client you're gonna raise your prices, terrifying. Long-term effects, success, money, greatness, (laughs) value, self-worth. Or the reactive version is not telling anyone, not raising your prices, and then just complaining. And complaining, which is suffering. And I think people miss that. There's a quote by an old, old sage. And he says, David Bosher. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. He says, complaining is just advertising your stupidity. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but that's, you know, going, if you want to know who said it, you can DM me privately. Going back but it to is, missed opportunities, though, and earning, when you're complaining because your staff constantly comes up to you and is complaining about things. It's because you're missing the opportunity to set a boundary or to lead. When you're complaining because your staff is complaining that they're slow, you're missing an opportunity to show up as a leader and teach them how to use social media. I mean, there's so many missed opportunities. And those are the earning processes because they're uncomfortable that will give you long-term success. Even with your clients, like you're missing an opportunity to talk to them about something uncomfortable or you're missing an opportunity to show up in the world. Or By the way, sometimes, sometimes for those of us that like to get involved, the opportunity is to not get involved. Mm-hmm. So if you have a, if you have t- a team or you have clients that are constantly bombarding you, proactivity is not solving everyone's problem. If that's what you constantly want to do, because if that's what you've been doing and it's not long term effect is not great, then the opposite is what you need to do, which is let them deal with it. They don't need you to solve it. They need to solve it. A lot of times we think that taking other people's opportunity to earn away is the solution. But really, if we all want to earn and manifest what we want in life, then we have to start giving people that opportunity. But if I'm a leader and I'm like, okay, what's the question? Okay, I'm going to solve that. Oh, I have to do that. Oh, they want this. Oh, the client wants. And once I start doing that, I'm taking away everyone else's opportunity to grow and develop. So sometimes it's confronting, sometimes it's stepping away. That's why you learn about reactivity because whatever your natural state is, is what that's, you have to do the opposite to become proactive. So if your natural state is to take care of everyone, that's not proactivity. That's just being nice. Mm-hmm. And in the end, which the is result also reactive. Is, yeah. Being nice can be reactive because that's your natural state. You do everything for everyone. You make everyone comfortable. And then you know, at the end of the day, you're exhausted or you feel like you, everyone walks all over you. It's everyone else's fault, right? I'm not saying don't be nice, but there are times where those things can be reactive. Or you, you can, can be also be direct who, and still be kind. Like you exactly. can state a boundary and still be nice. You can yell at someone and, and still, still be, from be a place proactive. Of love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we get, co- we confuse proactivity with nice. Or good. But or, or good. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah, that's more. Yeah. But I want to take care of people, but I should help people. But Sometimes I want to take care of someone is firing them because exactly. they're ruining their life. Sometimes taking care of someone is 
letting them go from your chair, sometimes taking care, you know, like sometimes it isn't always, I think there's a, so there's so much gray that I think people miss that can be good or bad. I hope for those listening We just today, confused them. <laughs> well, I hope that's what they get from this is that there's no template. You have to become conscious. You have to think about your personal reactivity and what you need to start doing to become more proactive. And it's not going to be the same as me or you or our staff or our parents. It's not going to be the same. And I hope that people get from this that being good and being nice have nothing to do with being proactive. Also, other people and, have reactive systems <laughs> Yeah, that you can't control. So you raise your prices is a good thing. They get Whether mad at or not, you. They like it. <laughs> yeah. They might get mad at you. And then you're like, oh, raising my prices was a bad thing. No, they're entitled to feel whichever way they want to feel about your price raise. But what you did was a good thing. It's just more react. We react to everything. We're we re- reactive beings. We could be told by a hundred people that raising our price was a good idea. And one person can say it was a bad idea. And we go, oh, I don't know if it's a good idea. And we shut it all down. And we shut it all down. Then I have the other type of student who's like, I'm going to raise it to $500 million an hour. And I'm like, okay, I love that confidence. <laughs> but is it reactivity or is it is Are you it just trying to make rent or? <laughs> Some people, I think, take really big risks. I've met a lot of students like this. They'll take a big risk to fail, to blame someone. Look, it didn't work. It's spiteful. My whole yeah. business is ruined. Because that yeah. pride means more to them than... <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> I've done it to so many people. I'm like, yeah, like it didn't work. I did it. Nothing <laughs> happened. Which is still the bullshit part. I blank, blank, blank all the time. <laughs> and nothing, nothing happened. happened. That's another callback. If you don't know what that means, you're not listening to every episode. Um, <laughs> no, I hope, like I said, I hope people are a little bit confused because it isn't a black and white topic. There is no template to understanding reactivity is a very personal experience. And that's why we have individual coaching because you need to work with an, another individual to zero in on what it is you need to change. And the effect of that is taking greater opportunities, not missing all the opportunities that you've been missing and becoming more proactive. And from that, having more success, having more wealth, having more time, balance, all the things that every human wants. But you're not going to get it from listening to our podcast. You're not going to get it from taking that class that one day. You're going to get it from investing in yourself and in time and in energy with like a coach or a therapist or someone who can help you. Ideally, a coach and a therapist. And a mentor. And, and a, a mentor. And a friend. <laughs> you need them all. You need your, your board of people. That's it. <laughs> I don't know how to end the podcast. Mainly because I don't want it to end. That can just be it. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Next time on Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. We should make a Destroy the Hairdresser meditation playlist where it's just raise your prices. You're worth it. (laughs) (laughs) I almost spent my coffee all over the microphone. You're worth it. You don't need a front desk. You just think you do. 2023 DTH meditation. Like it's not already so little. 